Hey, Disney Cruise fans, it's Wes. If you'd like to support the show, please consider booking your next Disney trip with us. We are independent travel agents affiliated with Mickey World Travel, a platinum Disney earmarked agency. Though we specialize in Disney cruises, we book all Disney destinations. We'll help you with all the planning details and make sure you don't miss out on anything important. Of course, if it is a Disney cruise, we'll give you some onboard credit up to $1,000 to spend on your trip. That's free money to spend on whatever you want just for booking with us. Spa treatments, port adventures, merchandise, adult dining experiences. It doesn't cost you anything to work with us, and you'll pay the same as if you book directly through Disney. So you might as well get some extra spending money to take with you. If you're interested, send me an email at Wes, W-E-S, at MickeyWorldTravel.com. And now, on to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 126 of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and we, we ran a little late on our cruise recap, so I'll keep this introduction as brief as I can. There are two big news stories that I want to quickly cover, and then we'll get into this week's episode. The first announcement we received last week that Disney Cruise Line is officially purchasing the partially completed Global Dream cruise ship, which confirms the initial rumors that started to pop up a few short months ago. Once completed, the ship will be deployed somewhere outside of the United States. We don't know where that'll be quite yet. The ship will be renamed and will undergo some reimagination at the Meerwerft uh, shipyard in Germany, and it appears, at least from the artist renderings, uh, anyway, that uh, that was released by Disney, that they are going to attempt to make it look as close to the other ships as possible. <laughs> the ship is huge. It's uh, 208,000 gross tons. Uh, compare that to 144,000 gross tons for the Triton class ship. So, the, you know, the size of the Wish. And clearly it's uh, much, much larger uh, it has an expected passenger capacity of approximately 6,000 and around 2,300 crew members. Disney expects that uh, the new ship will set sail in 2025, which is a year after the launch of the, uh, or I should say, expected launch of the Disney Treasure. Based on all reports that I have seen, this will be ship number eight in the fleet and won't impact the two new Triton class ships, which I am, was happy to hear. Um, uh, I'm still trying to I'm still trying to wrap my head around how I feel about this. I, I I didn't like the idea when it was just a rumor, and I I I don't know. I still don't like it now. I've always I've always thought that one of the things that has set Disney Cruise Line apart from the other cruise lines is the fact that their ships were purpose built with specific plans to to you know to bring the the Disney magic to life. Now everything will have to be retrofitted, and I I hate <laughs> that it's going to look different than the other uh, the other seven ships. That part's really bothered me, uh, and I don't know the the a, a nine thousand capacity uh, nine thousand passenger capacity ship doesn't excite me all that much either. So I, I don't I don't understand this purchase, especially given all the hype around the the two ships le- uh, still left to be built. But I, I'm sure it all comes down to the potential to make a lot of money, which you know everything for Disney does right now. Um, maybe it'll grow on me eventually, but I'm, I'm not a fan of this announcement at the moment. 
And of course, the other big piece of news that I was able to squeeze in here right before releasing the show is the news that Bob Iger is returning as CEO of the Walt Disney Company, replacing Bob Chapek, who has resigned, quote unquote, (laughs) effective immediately. I was always a fan of Iger, and I have not been a fan of Chapek, so it'll be interesting to see what changes will be made across the company with Iger back at the helm. Uh, I can tell you there's a a lot of excitement and buzz on social media right now, so it it should be a fun couple months to come. And finally, let me take this opportunity to wish you all a happy, safe, and healthy Thanksgiving holiday. I hope you're all able to take some time to relax and some time to spend with your uh, with your family and friends. I am thankful for all of you who listen to my podcast and for all the support and the feedback that I get from you. I really do appreciate it. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And now on to this week's show. All right. In this week's episode, we are talking about our cruise that we just completed, which was a three-night Bahamian cruise from Port Canaveral on the Disney Wish and was also the first ever Very Merry Time cruise on the Wish. Uh, We definitely have lots to say about that. And I say we because, of course, I am joined on this episode by my wife, Alyssa. Say hi, Liz. Hi. And this was also the first cruise in over two and a half years that we were able to bring our kids. So it was so exciting to have them back on board with us. We had been waiting for this day ever since our cruise in September 2020 was canceled. And it was it was just so great to have them on this cruise with us. And real quick, I just want to say at the beginning here just how much we enjoyed this cruise, despite the rough start, which we'll get into. It was an amazing experience and one of my favorite cruises in recent memories. Having the kids with us just completely changed our perspectives. When I, you know, when we cruised just the two of us back in July, it was easy to notice all the things that we didn't like or that annoyed us a little bit or, you know, things that were just different than what we expected. And we had our complaints, which we've discussed on the show, but we we didn't notice any of those things this time around because the kids didn't notice any of them. And Everything was just so magical for them, and there was so much joy in their faces the entire time we were on board. A lot of the memories came rushing back for William once he got on the ship, but Emily really didn't remember much of anything, so it was really fun to see her have fresh experiences with everything. It really was an amazing cruise, and I, I have a, a whole new perspective on The Wish now. We we really loved The Wish this time around, and I'm, I'm so grateful for the memories that we made this past week, and... Both kids said it was their favorite ship, so so that's got to count for something. What about you, Liz? Any initial thoughts on the cruise? Yeah, it was awesome. Um, it was really... The kids are at a really awesome cruising age right now. Mm. And the last time we went, Emily was almost three. And, I mean, she doesn't maybe barely remember our last cruise. And now they're just like at ages where everything was magical, everything's easy. Um, and the whole, yeah, the whole trip was very memorable. Definitely one that we'll always remember. That's true. That's a good point about everything being easy. Like, I, I don't know. Last time we, Emily was, I mean, you said she was almost three, right? I mean, that's still very young. And we had to, um, you know, just have different accommodations for Emily when you're, when she's that age. But she was very, 
self-sufficient, very independent in this crew. So it was, it was cool to have, um, you know, two kids at a, at a, at a great cruising age. Like you, like you mentioned, what did you think of the length of this cruise? Oh, way too short. I mean, we always say that we won't do three night cruises cause they're too short. Um, but just with the timing and schedules and everything, it, this is what worked. You're right. Um, but I always wish they could be longer. Yeah, of especially course. Three night cruises. Uh, uh, agreed. The three night cruise. We we said it to each other a couple times. I think on the cruise, like it just we just didn't have enough time to do everything. And when you when you have a three night cruise. Everything that you want to do just sort of gets condensed because we, you know, it was a very maritime cruise. We had certain, you know, checklist item things that we wanted to make sure we had to do. But because we had those things sort of planned out, it it really felt like we were rushing to do all of the other things that we wanted to do. So it's (laughs) three night cruises are 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 really a a challenge in that in that uh, in that respect, because it just there's so much to do on board and so much that you want to accomplish. And you just you just don't have the time for it all. So uh, but we 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 made the best of it. And I I think I think everything ended up working out pretty well. Um, so it worked out well once we were able to get on the ship. Of course, uh, I think most people listening here know that our cruise was impacted by Tropical Storm Nicole. And there was a whole lot of, I don't even know what to call it, hype about the cruise, or excuse, about the weather leading up to the cruise in the Facebook group that we were on. And, you know, so many people just kind of freaking out about it, what was going to happen. Um, you know, flights were getting canceled and everyone was sort of panicking. And, and, and so that made us, that made us panic a little bit. And so our flight into Orlando did end up getting canceled. And so we were sort of scrambling a little bit to figure out what the best approach was. We looked at a ton of different options. I mean, we talked about just jumping, renting a car and driving to, um, uh, driving to Orlando, but the way the, the storm was projected to be moving. We thought we would literally be driving into the storm. So we're like, Oh, that's probably not, probably not the best idea. We looked at flying into Jacksonville, Tallahassee. We looked at Atlanta. We, we looked, looked at, at and flying into Alabama at one point. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, Mobile, Alabama. We looked at, I mean, everything, anything North um, of Orlando that was within like a, a four hour driving distance was sort of on our radar. But then just the, the storm path was, was kind of what, you know, kept, keep, kept us from ultimately pursuing one of those options. So we ended up booking a flight to Miami and I should have known that, you know, our, our trip would be cursed because we were going to Miami. And the last time we went to, <laughs> last time we went to Miami, we didn't have the, the greatest experience in terms of uh, getting to the cruise. So uh, we flew into Miami. I think we had a six o'clock arrival and then we rented a car and we drove three and a half ish hours north to Port Canaveral. And I guess all things considered, that all went pretty smoothly, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I mean, we were exhausted. Yeah. We stopped halfway or less than halfway um, at, like, Panera at <laughs> 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Yeah, we had a late dinner um, just just north of Miami, I think it was. And the 
I don't know, the kids were tired, we were tired, we just wanted to be at the hotel, and we still had a long way to go. But it all it all worked out okay. We ended up staying at the Country Inn and Suites at Port Canaveral, which um, it was a great hotel. I would highly recommend it if you are traveling to Port Canaveral and need a place to stay that's close to the port. Uh, it's not going to blow you away with like its amenities and its uh, its fanciness or anything like that. It's very it's kind of it's very simple, but it's it's clean. I think it was relatively new, very updated. Um, it was affordable. I th- we didn't pay very much for the room, so that was great. And I and I do believe they have a shuttle to the cruise port, so um, definitely something to keep in mind if you're if you need a place to stay. Um, Thursday morning is sort of when things got really interesting. We, the, the night before, um, we had received a, an email from Disney Cruise Line that we should show up four hours later than our original port arrival time. So I think 1130 was our original port arrival time, right? Yes, 11.30 in the morning, yeah. Yeah, and so we, you know, based on the Disney Cruise Line communication, we expected to show up around 3.30 in the afternoon. So that was our plan going into Friday morning. Um, there was breakfast at the hotel, which was a, a great breakfast. Um, had lots of different options. Uh, and then I had to run some errands. Of course, we forgot toothbrushes because that's what we do when we go on vacation. We... We every ne- single every time. single time we forget toothbrushes so it's it, it, we will never no we'll never bring them actually on this crew th- on this trip that's when we decided we need to make like a a cruise a written a written list written packing we say it list every right? time i think but I think <laughs> one we that we just use time. for all our vacations and we gotta do it and We're toothbrushes it. needs to be like at the top and in you bold we'll do we'll make one and then we'll do a whole episode about it <laughs> Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, but forgot our toothbrushes. Of course, you know it's just a it's just a dour family travel tradition. You just forget your toothbrushes. Uh, and then we had time to kill, so the kids put on their bathing suits and jumped in the hot tub. It was a little chilly that morning, uh, so not a great pool day. So I did not participate, but the kids got in the hot tub and even went in the pools a little bit. Um, and then we got out of the hot tub, and it was... I don't even think it was time for checkout yet. I think it was like 10.30, and we're looking at each other like, okay, we have a lot of time to kill here, so we need to do something. Thankfully, we had a rental car. We drove to Orlando. Uh, we went to the Character Warehouse, which is something that we typically love to do. We did not have a good experience this time. Um, there was virtually nothing in there that either of us were interested in, and it was an absolute zoo. So we thought it would be okay because it was a weekday, but we forgot it was Veterans Day. Yeah. So no one was at work, and everyone was at the everyone was at the everyone warehouse. was at the character yes, warehouse yes <laughs> so the, and normally you could find some uh some disney cruise line apparel but there were or, or merchandise there was there was literally nothing that um that caught any of our eyes so no and even things that i probably i might have been like okay yeah we can grab that the line was so long that you right. really had to love something That's to want right. to buy it yeah it was wrapped all around the store Yeah, so we didn't stay there very long at all, uh, and and we left there, and we, you know, still had a lot of time to kill, so we went to the Cheesecake Factory, which is um, something that, it's a restaurant that, you know, it's a chain, obviously, but Alyssa and I really like the Cheesecake Factory, so we went there to waste some time. 
while we were sitting there at lunch, we got a new email from Disney Cruise Line um, saying that we now needed to postpone our port arrival time by six and a half hours. So that was now six o'clock for us. And this was probably 1.30. So we were just about getting ready to, to leave to head back to Port Canaveral. Now we find out we have to delay, um, uh, you know, an additional two and a half hours. So we're like, oh, great. What do we do now? So, <laughs> so we went to Disney Springs. We checked out the world of Disney, uh, which is, you know, the, the massive gift store at uh, at Disney Springs. We spent more money that we weren't planning to spend. Uh, and then I don't that that probably killed a half hour for us, would you say? Not enough time, yeah. Yeah, so still longest, not enough time. We spent we spent more time walking from the parking garage than we did actually shopping. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um and then so we decided we'll well let's go play mini golf at uh, at Fantasia Gardens, which is something that, you know, my kids really enjoy. I don't think I don't know if we have ever as a family done mini golf at Disney World. Uh, no, we've had it planned a few times right. and for whatever reason, never actually did it. So we went over there and did that. We actually had a lot of fun. It's a really fun course. However, we only got about what? 12 holes finished. Yeah. And then we, yeah. and then we had to leave. Unfortunately, the kids weren't too happy, but they, since we were going to the cruise, they, they were okay with it. Um, and then, you know, we, we got, we've, it was about an hour away. We 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 got to the port, and there was a long line of cars, and there was a long wait to get just to get into, um, into the the terminal area where we could park our car, drop our luggage, and everything. And so, <laughs> this was this was where I was having a little bit of regret because you know we were trying to be good rule followers. We were trying to follow the, the the instructions from Disney Cruise Lines to show up when they asked us to. But we lesson learned: we definitely should have arrived earlier because I don't think anybody was following the the Disney Cruise Line instructions. No. People were just showing no. up. They let people on. Right. Yeah, whenever, the whenever the, you know, whenever they were opening the, the parking garage, I think that was like 5 PM. That's when, you know, the floodgates opened and people started arriving. So, you know, w- by the time we got into line at security, they were already doing general boarding, uh, onto the, onto the ship. So they, you know, Lesson learned, I guess. We 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 should have gotten there earlier, but we we didn't end up getting on the ship until around seven o'clock at night. So we lost our whole first day, basically. Um, when we <laughs> walked on board, it was it was a little bit unexpected. You know, I I guess because it was the first very maritime cruise, I sort of had in my head that all the 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 decorations would be there, and we'd see you know we'd see. Uh, the Christmas decorations for the first time, but because uh, the ship was so late arriving back into Port Canaveral, <laughs> they didn't have time to set up for for very many times. So the the Christmas tree parts and pieces were literally laying on the carpet when you walk into the uh, into the grand hall, and so that was a little bit a little bit surprising. But also, once I realized what was going on, not surprising at all. But uh, just. Not the not the entrance we were really expecting. 
And then the other thing that I thought was a little weird is they handed us wands, but we didn't get to do our first wish, which I, I sort of expected that we'd be, be able to do, but they didn't do that either. And I assume that it's that happens on all other cruises. I, I don't think I've asked anybody about that before, um, but that was something that we did on, the, on our preview cruise that we did not do this time. Uh, the other thing that, you know, our, that we and also other people that we talked to were really kind of frustrated about is we missed the Seize the Adventure show on the first night. So we had the late dining time on night one because we didn't come off the wait list for main dining. But by the time we had gotten on the ship, the, the show had already started. So we missed Seize the Adventure. Uh, they moved all dining times back by 15 minutes. So if we had early dining, we would have missed our, you know, one of the main dining restaurants. Thankfully, we were in second dining, so it worked out okay. But, you know, we basically had to get on the on the ship. We uh, had to do the mustard drill right away. We were trying to change our dining time. It was just chaos outside of our main dining restaurant because, you know, the mustard drill stations were there. People were trying to... Uh, do dining changes. People were also lining up to get into the the restaurant. It was just it was a, a crazy scene right or outside of the 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 main dining restaurant. So, um, you know, we ended up making all of our main dining restaurants, but there were tons of families who didn't get to experience uh, one of the main dining restaurants, which I would have been really upset about if you know if I had paid for a three night cruise and and didn't get to do one of those things. Um. And, you know, for, I think, Liz, we were saying for a lot of families who don't get to cruise as often as we do, like, that's a big deal, missing a ma- one of the main dining restaurants and one of the one of the stage shows, right? Yes, and they, um, I have heard from people that they were not letting anyone cancel without penalty, even though you were missing a full day. So people had to, you know, keep this reservation, right? even though they were only getting really two days of it. Yep, yep. And after all of that, uh, there were no accommodations offered by Disney Cruise Line, which I was pretty surprised about. I mean, I, I understand that this was completely out of their control, that it was all weather-related, that you know there w- wasn't really anything they could do about it. But to, to I don't know, to offer nothing was 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 kind of uh, was kind of surprising to us. Right. We also lost our stop at NASA. And I, I think typically if you miss a port, they usually try to make it up to you somehow. And yeah, we're not big complainers, but I know a lot of people were, um, emailing and calling guest services and they were, nothing is being offered to anyone. Yeah. Yep. So we, uh, we completed the mustard drill, which, for us was still in the app. Uh, I have heard that they are moving it back to the traditional, you know, you got to line up and do your mustard drill. I don't know when that's happening, but for us, it was still in the app. Still very, very simple. Um, we did get our main dining time switched for the next day. Uh, but you know, still had second dining on this, uh, embarkation night. So before we went to dinner, we, we did go back to our room. It was sort of a, a decompressed situation. I, we were, we were all feeling a little bit stressed out, a little bit frustrated, but, you know, getting to our room and sort of seeing our stateroom, it was, it was already prepared for us for, you know, the turndown service had already happened. And, and, uh, it was, it was sort of a calming experience. 
We stayed in a deluxe family ocean view stateroom with veranda. It was a category 5B stateroom. It was stateroom 9654, located deck 9 aft on the starboard side, uh, and it was Sleeping Beauty themed. So a couple things that I noticed about uh, the stateroom on this trip that I hadn't previously noticed is one... Um, there were, the, the lights are dimmable. So when you walk in the lights on the wall, if you click it and hold it, it'll, it'll, you know, get brighter and, and dimmer depending on, you know, what it, what it needs to do. So I thought that was cool. So there's one on the entryway and I think some of the ones, um, under the mirror are also dimmable. So just keep that in mind. And then the other thing is, why didn't you tell me that? Well, I, I think I didn't discover it until like the very end. Um, and I, I don't know if you, maybe you weren't around or something. I'm not sure. Uh, and then the other thing that I, uh, that I was curious to see because we had the kids with us when the, you know, when the, when the, when the bunk pulls down, you, it has the, the, the starry sky, uh, picture above it. I thought that those illuminated, but they don't, it's just a, it's just a, like a mural, um, there is a nightlight switch up there, but right. it just kind of it's just lights light. up the whole ceiling. Yeah, not yeah. And then I thought the maybe maybe they glowed once you know once they had been charged by the light, but they don't do that either. So that was a little bit surprising to me. I I, I thought that that would be different, but um, anyway. And then the only other thing uh, that I wanted to mention about the stateroom is just the location. It was. Um, Sort of, it was pretty close to the back of the ship, and, and I don't know. There were a few times where I felt like, man, this is really far away from the uh, from the elevator bank. Uh, but you, I don't know. I get used to it as the as the cruise went on. I would probably prefer to be closer to the elevators, like more uh, closer to midship. Uh, you know, if next time we book the room, but I would I would book that room again. It was great. And the other thing that I, oh, the other thing that I want to mention. I never noticed any vibration in the room or any sounds, you know, being being close, you know, closer to the engines or anything like that on on the ship. And I don't know if uh, it's just because I I haven't been on other ships in a while and, and sailed in a, a aft cabin. But from what I remember, those those tend to shake a little bit when um, when those side thrusters are are working. I didn't feel any vibrations in this uh, in these staterooms at all. So I, I I don't know if that's just unique to the wish or if uh, if I'm just you know remembering incorrectly. But just another thought that I had. Did you feel anything? No. Or notice any quiet. sounds? Yeah. It was very quiet. I never even heard like a neighbor. Right. Right. So yeah, great stateroom. Um, and I like this, I like the sleeping beauty theme. I like the greens. I, I think the green decks are my favorite ones. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a great stateroom. I, I would stay in that room again. We had dinner in worlds of Marvel that evening. And I, my goal on this trip was to try some new menu items in the main dining restaurants because, you know, I, I had gr a great experience uh, our first trip. And so I, I tried some new things this time. I had um, uh, one of the shrimp appetizers, which I, I don't know the name of it because we didn't take new pictures of the menus. But but I looked back at our picture from July and this, the appetizer that I had was not on the menu. 
So I can't tell you what it was called because I didn't get new pictures, but it was it was it was good. I would recommend it. Uh, I also tried the golden mystic pasta, which was a scallops dish and uh, scallops and some kind of pasta. The scallops were awesome, but I I didn't really care for the pasta. I would I would probably order it again. Um, but the ugh, I forget what I had last time. Now I'm drawing a blank. I would probably. Oh, I had the chicken schnitzel, uh, which you had this time, Liz. And, I had, and it had really a lot good. of flavor this time. I remember yeah. when we had when we had it in July, it was very bland and definitely not worth really discussing. I, but... I noticed um, in all of the dining experiences that I think they maybe got took feedback and then made some tweaks. There was nothing like hugely different but there were definitely differences in every single restaurant yeah i think you're right and the chicken schnitzel was was great this time so i i think i i think last time i said i didn't recommend it but i i would i would order that again uh because it was it was really good this time and then you know it was just it was fun to experience the worlds of Marvel with the kids because they you know they really enjoyed the show they liked the video screens they wa- they liked watching all the the scenes from the Marvel movies they they enjoyed you know pushing the button on the quantum core and seeing what happens and when um, you know when the the ship shrinks to the the size of a a uh, a seagull like they thought that was pretty cool and we was a little bit worried that we were that size, but I think, you know, we were, we were glad that they, they changed us back into, you know, to the full size ship, but uh, she was nervous about the whole experience. Well, she She, was nervous about very, very, it was very real for her. Yeah, it was very real for her. And she, you know, leading up to that, she has never had never been a big fan of like the characters and they kind of scared her a little bit. So she was, she was nervous about Ant-Man and the Wasp, coming to our table and, and I don't know, saying hi to her or wanting to hug her or something. So she kept asking us where they were and we told her they're not going to come without us telling you. What's funny is that she seemed really suspicious and anxious the entire time. But later that night I asked her what her favorite part of the whole day was. And she said (laughs) having dinner at that cool restaurant. Yeah, that's right. So I think she did like it. She just was taking it all in. Yeah. 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 She was funny that night. After dinner, uh, the plan was for Alyssa and Emily to go back and go to bed because actually she was really tired in that uh, restaurant and just kept asking us if she could go back to the room. And so, and William and I were going to go watch um, uh, Wakanda Forever in the uh, Neverland Theater. So we were on our way to the theater and just happened to be walking by the Grand Hall and I could tell that something was about to happen. I, I didn't know I didn't know exactly what it was at the time, but I just did something, you know, there was a crowd gathered there and I was like, what is going on here? And then it clicked and I knew what it was. I, the, I knew that the, there was going to be a tree lighting ceremony. So I sprinted back to the room. I think we actually beat you back to the room yeah, because you, you had gone up to the elevator. Someone had leaned on the panel and you stopped oh, at all, my word. <laughs> all the floors. Wait, can, can we talk about that for a second? <laughs> I, on our last cruise on this ship, we, everyone was talking about that, about how annoying the elevator yeah. buttons were. And I was like, wasn't a big deal. I barely <laughs> noticed it. 
this time I noticed it every single time we yeah. were on the elevator. Yeah. Someone accidentally pushed a button and we had to make like seven stops before we could get to where we were going. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't notice it before. I know. I noticed it every single time this time. It was before it was, I thought people were just exaggerating. I know. It was really very noticeable on this uh, on this cruise. But anyway, yeah, we ended up beating you back to the room because we I I was like, we can't miss this tree lighting ceremony. So we we ended up getting down there with a, a few minutes to spare. We got a good um, a good spot. We were right near the tree on deck three, and I think I wanted to video. I wanted to video the ceremony, but you had walked around to the side a little bit to um, so that the kids could see a little better. But it was it was great. There was a host that came out in you know in a Disney Cruise Line uniform, and then uh, she invited two cast members up to give their holiday, uh, or their Christmas, give, you know, just some information about their Christmas traditions in their home countries. I think one was Canada and one, uh, I don't remember where the other one was from, I don't remember either. but you know, they just talked about their Christmas traditions, which honestly, I think the ceremony could, could have done without that part. Uh, because the rest of it was really amazing. So the host, um, then said, all right, now I'm going to introduce you to our tree lighting hosts. And of course, introduced, uh, Mickey and Minnie to the crowd. Everyone went crazy. It was the first time we had seen them in their, uh, in their Christmas outfits. So it was, that was awesome. Um, Goofy joined them. Pluto ended up joining them a little bit later. And then the best part was that they led us in Christmas songs, in Christmas carols. And the coolest part was just hearing the entire crowd in the Grand Hall singing these Christmas carols. And it was it was loud and it was it was so so cool. It was Deck the Halls, it was Jingle Bells, it was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And unfortunately, I was videoing the um, the ceremony and Liz was with the kids and, and t- tell them about how the, how the kids liked the, the tree lighting ceremony. Uh, yeah. I didn't have my phone. I was so mad because their faces, it, I, it was like, that was when I was kind of like, okay, this entire chaotic day is worth it. And to be in this moment because they they could not take their eyes off the characters. They were singing along to every song they were just starstruck and had the biggest smiles on their faces. And they were just, I was, and they were just wanted to be closer and closer to the front. Both of them. It was just, it was really awesome watching that moment. I was like, okay, I'm so glad we are here right now. Yeah, Right after, uh, right after the ceremony, um, you came over and just told me about how much the kids enjoyed it. And just, I am so like, so mad that I missed that because I was, you know, trying to, trying to video the, um, video, the, the, the ceremony. I just, I wish I could have that moment back where I could just be with them and, and see their experience. But, uh, a really amazing, amazing ceremony. It ended with, um, uh, Oh Christmas tree, the song, Oh Christmas tree, they sang that. And then Mickey does a countdown from 10 and then the tree lights up and, uh, you know, the grand hall was, there was like a an audible like gasp because it was it's it's so pretty just you know the gold lights and you know, the entire um um uh grand hall lights up with all the you know the garland around it it was just it's such a a pretty a pretty scene 
And then we sang We Wish You a Merry Christmas to to cap it off, which was just, you know, the icing on the cake of a chaotic but really, really fun, um, fun embarkation day. The next day, we didn't have anything planned early on. And since our, uh, as Liz mentioned, we were no longer visiting Nassau. We had a day at sea. So William and I got up early. Um, Liz got to sleep in a little bit, which is her favorite thing to do on vacation. Uh, we, William and I went around. We, we checked out the open house at the Oceaneer Club, which was really cool because there weren't there were hardly any kids in there, so we got to he got to try the Marvel Training Academy where he got to um, design his own Black Panther uh, suit, and then you go over to this screen where it does this simulation where he gets to like complete this mission. So that was really cool. I actually put a, a reel about it on my Instagram page if you want to go check out uh, what that looks like. But he really liked that. And then we walked over to the other side um, in the, uh, I forget what section it's called, but you know where, where the Imagineer section is. And he got to build his own roller coaster. He thought that was so cool. He did it twice in a row. Um, and then he wanted to run back to the room to get Emily because he wanted Emily to experience that. But, you know, by the time we got back to the room, there was some stuff that we, we needed to get to. So, um, we had a princess meet and greet, which is now called the Royal Gathering, uh, in the Grand Hall. I think it was at nine o'clock was our, our scheduled, um, was our scheduled time. And we were... Interesting. To, interested to see how this went because in previous cruises Emily was terrified of the princesses, uh, so we you know we we wanted to see how this was going to go. Uh, we met Rapunzel, Tiana, Cinderella, Moana, and Belle, who was in her Christmas dress. And Liz, you want to explain how how it went? We were in line, and Emily, last time we went, we did the same exact experience and emily was in tears i think we have <laughs> pictures of her with each princess with her like a couple feet away from them kind of looking at them like suspiciously she was so excited this time she ran to every princess gave them a big hug loved talking to them and then after she took her picture she would run back to us and tell us what the whatever the princess said like she was like bell told me i was so sweet and Cinderella likes my dress and she just loved it. And she's not a princess fan at all. Right. She much prefers um, Spider-Man, but she loved this. And William was at first a little bit too old, too cool. Yeah, He's sitting, stood away from them with his head on backwards, but each princess would, you know, kind of motion for him to come over and he would go and he talked to each one, took a picture and, um, he was a really good sport, and I think he enjoyed it, too. I think so, too, yeah. It, I had the same uh, – I was going to use the same words. He you know, he, he seemed a little bit too cool for it, but he did – he participated, and, and he, did a, he did a good job. But it was – I don't know. I felt a little relieved um, that, that Emily was willing to, uh, you know, give the princesses hugs and wanted to yeah. – you know, wanted wanted to be with them, which was which was awesome. So it was it was really fun to see her. Oh, and interact. as soon as we finished all five of them, she said, "Can we get back in line and do it again?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she loved that's it. a good sign. Yeah, she loved it. And then that sort of set the tone for the rest of the cruise. I mean, every mm -hmm. single character that we stumbled uh, upon, she wanted to, 
you know, she wanted to meet and she wanted to, you know, give him hugs and stuff. So that was awesome. She wanted that to be her priority. I think from then on, it was kind of like, what do we got to do next? Let's go find someone. Yeah. 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 Uh, we had a quick breakfast in Marceline market. We ate out on the back deck, which is what we like to do when, uh, we're on these cruises. It was a beautiful, uh, sea day, you know, very sunny, not too hot, a little breezy, which was, which is amazing. So, uh, we had a great day at sea. And then <clears throat> we immediately wanted to try the Incredibles Incredicourse. And so I, you know, just from talking to people in the past, we, we were afraid of, of how crowded that was going to be. So we wanted to try to do it early, uh, early in the cruise to, to um, try to minimize the amount of time they had to wait. But we went in and there were, there were probably only, I don't know, 10 kids in line. So we were able to do it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I raced William first and then I came back, uh, and they, they, you know, they let me race with Emily right after, and then they wanted to do it again. So we got right back in line. So we did it a couple times and, and Liz even, uh, got to come down and do it as well. So we, I don't, we really enjoy the, the Incredit course, something that my, my kids, uh, are really interested in. Yeah. Line wasn't bad at all there. I mean, we had to wait for maybe like four or five people yeah. each time. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. Uh, and also speaking of trying to do things before they got too crowded, we then went to Mickey's main sale, uh, the merchandise shop, because obviously that's something that we love to do. And the thing that I was the most surprised about was the selection. I, you know, I had, I had been hearing that the selection was down and, uh, there weren't a lot of things available, but there were a lot of good things or things that we, you know, we were interested in that were available and even more surprising that they had available sizes. Like if you go late to Mickey's main sale there, for me, I, I usually buy like large size, large t-shirts and, you know, uh, long sleeve shirts, stuff like that. They never have them. If you go late, we were, you know, a day later than, you know, the, the shop was open. So, to have larges in pretty much everything that, you know, that I, that I was interested in was shocking to me. Yeah, there was, I wanted a lot. (laughs) Yeah. We, sometimes there's, sometimes it's kind of a mess and there's nothing, but there were, (laughs) there was a good amount of stuff we wanted this time. Uh, we spent a lot of money in merchandise uh, on this cruise. Um, and the, the other thing that was shocking to me in a negative way was the, um, the lack of very maritime themed merchandise. There were literally two shirts, one t-shirt that had a Mickey and Minnie on it, I think with, with Santa hats. Um, and then like a, a long sleeve, um, um, spirit Jersey that was, that was, uh, very maritime themed, but that's it. I mean, they had some ornaments, but they, they had, they have ornaments on all the cruises. So I was shocked at the, the lack of very maritime merchandise and maybe that's coming, but there's also apparently a, um, what's it called? Tervis on a Christmas Tervis that we missed. Oh, that that sold out on, on like night night one. That's right. That's right. So there was that as well. Yep. Um, so after Mickey's main sale, we went back to the room to get ready to, to go to the pool deck. And it was then that I thought that I had forgot to pack flip-flops. And so, all right, we'll go to Dory's forget-me-nots. They'll definitely have stuff there. Um, so we walked up there. They didn't have flip-flops, but (laughs) 
I've said on this show, I've said on this show before many times that I have been searching for this piece of Disney Cruise Line merchandise. It has eluded me for how many cruises have I been on now? I, I don't even know, but I there's there has just been a missing piece of merchandise. I I have never known what it was, but I knew that when I saw it, I I, I would just know that this is the one. And I think that I found it on this cruise. Every time we go on a Disney cruise, um, there is a bathing suit that I really like, but it is always just for the kids. And I am always like, why do they only make these in kid sizes? I Why can't they make a bathing suit for adults? On this cruise, there was a bathing suit in Dory's Forget Me Nots that when I when I saw it, like it it clicked in my mind. That is the thing. I need that. I must have that. <laughs> I I I should have purchased all of them because it's the one thing that I have been wanting all these years that I've been on these cruises. So I bought this bathing suit. I will show a picture of it uh, on my social media pages. But I am like. I'm so happy that my I, I think my quest is over. I think this is the <laughs> the thing that I have been looking for. So when I saw you checking out and buying it, <laughs> I was shocked because you usually p- find something and you're like, I like this shirt and you carry it around the store and then you'll like put it back. I usually try to talk myself out of things. Yeah, and you'll sit there for a while and I will force you to buy something. <laughs> and when you were checking out before you even showed it to me, I was like, whoa. This is it, must be amazing. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, it is, and it. it I I'm so excited about it, and I uh, I can't wait to wear it. I can't wait for an opportunity to wear it when it you know gets warm again. And the funny thing is, it, it William wanted it too, and it does not come in kids. It was yes, only right, for adults. Right, so it looks exactly. like it would be a kids bathing suit. Yep. So they, I think they did it for me. You know. It's, oh, that's what it was. Yep, yeah. They they knew it was my thing. So. Thank you to Disney Cruise Line. Um, but the other funny thing is, so I took it back to the room to try try that on to make sure I had the right size and stuff. And it was then that I realized that I did, in fact, have my flip-flops. So, I don't know. It was just fate was that we went there. Be. Yes, it was, it was all, all meant, meant to, be. to be. Exactly. You know, if we went later, they probably wouldn't have had my size or anything. So, um, it was great. Uh, we spent the next few hours on the pool deck. We rode the Aquamouse. It, it was about a 45-minute line. I wish that line would move a little bit faster. It was long. It's, yeah, especially it's with, long. And it, part of it is in the shade, but part of yeah. it you were just roasting. Yeah, it, it's it's long. It's a long line, and it, it tends to go, to go pretty slow. Um, but the kids really enjoyed that. And then the kids wanted to try the Slidosaurus Rex, so we walked over there, and they did not enjoy that one. It's a very slow water slide. Um, I think Emily got <laughs> stuck on it like halfway down. So they, they came out like pushing themselves out. <laughs> yeah, they were bummed because they were really excited about that one. Like we had told them about the Slidosaurus Rex uh, beforehand, and and so they were really excited for it. And then it was sort of a a, a letdown for them. It's probably good. I mean, it's probably good for smaller kids, for younger kids. Yeah, maybe, but I mean, Emily was she got stuck on it and you know wasn't wasn't thrilled about it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, Hercules and Tangled were both on Funnel Vision. Uh, 
while we were up there. So great lineup of Funnel Vision for for that day. I think Moana had played before uh, Hercules. So I mean, like all star lineup for for a day at sea. We wanted to stay longer, but uh, story time with Mrs. Claus was happening in the Grand Hall. So that was one of the you know main events that we wanted to see on the very maritime cruise. So we uh, hustled down to um to the to the grand hall we had a great seat there weren't a lot of people there when we got there uh which was nice and then mrs claus came out it was one of the things that was great about this cruise is they used the stage in the grand hall a lot um when we did our cruise in july they they didn't ever use it and so i was kind of wondering well what was the point of doing that but they used it a ton on this cruise, which I thought was was cool, so that's where Mrs. Claus was. She was, um, she was sitting on the stage. She came out. She read us uh, two stories. One was, did you recognize that first story about the Christmas tree? No, it was cute though. The tree yeah. that was meant to be. Yeah, so, is that what it's called? I think so. Nice job. I couldn't remember. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a story about a Christmas tree, which was was good, and then of course uh, the night before Christmas, which was you know obviously a classic. Uh, she re- read that one as well, and then you know she stood up and she said, "Okay, I have one more surprise for you." And she said, "Everybody, close your eyes uh, and make I say make a wish." I don't remember what she said, but close your eyes. And then when she had us open them, the the curtain opened. And the whole, uh, you know, gang of characters was standing there. Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Goofy, Pluto, Chippendale. All of them were there. And then they came down off the stage and basically did a, a character dance party, which was amazing. Emily went nuts, uh, was just so excited to see everyone. And it was cool because the, the characters actually, like, take their hands and they dance with the kids for a little bit. And so they get some, like, one-on-one time with these characters. Um, so I think we got, we got to see most of them during that time. I think, I think Emily saw every single one. Yep. She Emily did. made it her mission to give a hug to all of them. So she would go over and kind of dance with them and then just go in for the hug. Right. Um, I think all of them, because she was very set on doing that. Well, but it took her a while to get hugs from everyone because she would just stand there and mm-hmm. like hold her arms open. But while she was doing that, another kid would jump in and, and, you know, give the characters hugs and they would dance with that kid or whatever. And then it would it would just repeat. So I finally said, Emily, you just got to go in. You just got to go and get go in for a hug. And she, you know, she finally started doing that. and She was able to hug all the characters. So um, one thing I actually wanted to mention uh, here that I just thought about. So we we did you ever look at the Navigator app outside of like when are the main things that we wanted to do. I went through in the beginning and kind of hearted the things that we wanted. Yeah. I just, so that it would remind I, us. I used it way less now that there's no paper version. Cause before we oh, would just yeah. go the night before and highlight everything we want to do. So I have no idea if we missed any Christmas activities. Um, someone mess, someone asked me a question. Was there gingerbread decorating? I have no idea because I never, I never thought to go into the app to see like what, what was missing because we knew, you know, we had the, the main things we wanted to do and we, we just, I don't know, we were, it was so hectic and we had so much we wanted to do. We just didn't have time to sort of find other things to do. So I, I, it just, it just frustrates me that they didn't have the paper navigator. Although we did find out later that there was, didn't find out till after the cruise that there was, I think Scott, um, 
posted on his Twitter site that that there were handouts available at guest services that were basically like, you know, what used to be the paper navigator. So I'll have to remember that for next time. Look out for those. And I, I think I did look over for anything that we wouldn't want to miss. And I don't remember seeing um, gingerbread decorating because I know that we've done that yeah. um, in the past. And okay. yeah, I don't think it was there. Yeah, got it. And, and it's possible that they just weren't ready for that type of stuff yet. Like maybe they didn't have the supplies on board or anything like that since they didn't have the chance to get everything on. Um, so anyway, uh, we had dinner in Arendelle that evening. Uh, I tried the pork tenderloin for my entree and it was really good. I would definitely recommend that. Uh, it had like this Cajun-y spice, um, on the, on the pork. It, there were all, it was served with onion rings, mashed potatoes, and these like small cubes of sweet potatoes. It was, it was delicious. I would definitely recommend, uh, the pork tenderloin entree. I don't think... I don't think you tried anything new, Liz. Um Oh, we did try a new dessert. It was gross. Do you remember those things? Those little, like, those round... Oh. I can't even remember what they're called. Pancake. Norwegian pancakes. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. They were they were not good. No, not good. not recommend those. Um, um, I don't think I tried anything new, but I also don't think that my food opinion carries a lot of weight. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Uh, the performances were great. Again, the highlights, of course, were the violinist, who just is amazing talent. I love the solo that they do at the very end. And then Oaken and Kristoff singing Let It Go, which was fun on our last cruise, but I don't know. Didn't it feel like the I, the entire dining room was joint, joint had joined in with you know singing Let It Go during that uh, performance? Yeah, yeah. I actually was, have a video of it. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I I thought that was a really fun experience. And then we went to the Little Mermaid, which we were really excited about the uh, the stage shows on this cruise because we had taken our kids, or I guess Alyssa had taken the kids to sort of these community theater performances uh, in our town, and and the kids just really loved them. So you know, we had these high expectations for these. Um, theater performances on the wish but halfway through emily is like tapping me asking me if we can go back to the room i was i was shocked by that because it's so good and she's been really into musicals lately so yeah i was shocked by that that she wanted to leave she wanted to leave i think she was just really tired i think the whole trip had just exhausted her and she really just needed some rest so we left but then she you left or, sorry, I left. Yeah, William and uh, Alyssa stayed. We went back to the room, and uh, but then Emily rallied for the fireworks. We went up on deck for the Pirates Rockin' Parlay Party. The kids really liked the show and the music. They were they were really into it. Um, and I think just, you know, the crowd on deck, they were just kind of feeding off the energy of all that. Um, the one thing, though, that uh, was a little bit of... Uh, a negative experience is they only had one launch point for the fireworks as opposed to the two that we saw in the previous cruise. I'm not sure what the reason for that was. I don't know if it was weather related. I don't know if it was because, uh, you know, something wasn't working, but it was, they were only launching fireworks from the aft, uh, on this cruise. So, um, not sure why, but definitely, definitely not as good of a firework experience, but still fireworks at sea is always, always a big hit. It was a noticeable difference, yeah. but still, still a 
something you shouldn't miss. Right. And, and the music during the fireworks, the, the Pirates of the Caribbean theme is just... That's the best part. It just makes it amazing. So, Goosebumps. Yep. Definitely, still still definitely a, a, a can't miss. And then finally, day three was our Castaway Key Day. Uh, it's kind of funny because we had heard had heard rumors that maybe the island had had sustained some damage and, and wasn't going to be ready for us to visit. So we were being a little bit cautious, but we did end up docking at Castaway Key. Uh, it was it, it, it was a beautiful morning. We, we slept in too late for my liking uh, we, when we woke we up. We didn't sleep in. We didn't sleep in. <laughs> it was sleeping in for for me on Castaway Key Day for sure. We were we were literally docking as as uh, as we were waking up, which is not acceptable on, mm, on my. Can mind. you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> we need to be up way earlier than that. So de- definitely next time I'll have to set my alarm. Uh, just relying on waking up for this one. But we did our our traditional breakfast on the back deck overlooking the island and. Honestly, unless you should be proud of me. I was looking back at my pictures the other day. I have like 10 pictures of Castaway Key the you whole have like day. a pretty normal amount. I was looking at yeah, them too. Yeah, right? Very normal. It's a, it's a pretty normal amount where it's usually like really excessive. <laughs> Normally I have dozens of the same photo just because I can't get enough. But I, for whatever reason, only had uh, an acceptable amount this time. You also usually... Um, time lapse do a time lapse video of us pulling into port so i was shocked that you were still in the room when i woke up well i would have done that most likely however i did not wake up in time for it so uh let's now that's a memory that i'll never have oh yeah i know we need a redo uh, we did not hear the all ashore announcement, so we we were actually waiting for the all ashore in our stateroom. I finally called guest services because I'm like, it has to be open, uh, and they told us that the gangway was already open. So we hustled down, got off the ship. Um, we were a bit surprised to see that Casuki wasn't decorated for Christmas yet, unless you had heard a rumor about why that was. I had heard that because the cruises. The crews before us couldn't stop at Casway Key because of um, the tropical storm that our crews needed to bring extra provisions to the mm-hmm. island for the people who live on the island. So potentially didn't have room for wasn't the, room for the yeah, decorations, Christmas decorations. But who knows? Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of rumors. Well, I mean that one doesn't really make sense to me because it would have had to have been set up before we got there. So they would have right. had, had to already be there. So I, I don't know what the reason was, but the island wasn't decorated for Christmas uh, yet, uh, which was fine. We uh, walked over to the family beach. I like to I like to take pictures of the Welcome to Castaway Key sign. That's one that I always get uh, when we go. Donald and Daisy uh, were there on our walk over, so that was fun. Kids liked uh, like interacting with them on the way over. We stopped at She Sells Seashells, like we always do, and there was an amazing merchandise selection in a she lot sells of new seashells. stuff since, since right? July. A lot yeah. of new stuff. Yeah since july and and stuff that we liked you know we this was a hard this was a difficult cruise for us because there was lots of merchandise that we (laughs) we ended up buying (laughs) i felt like when we were there this summer it was um really picked over like they hadn't 
restocking yeah. while, and this time it was uh, every sizes for everything, and there was a lot of new stuff. And yeah, it was yeah, that's great. Uh, so we spent some time there. Then we walked over to find our spot. The kids really wanted a hammock because um, they had seen them right when we walked over. All the ones at the initial site were taken. And so we walked a little bit further. We ended up finding one. They enjoyed laying on the hammock and hanging out. Um, I took the kids out onto the the water structure out there. I don't remember what, what they call it. And then I took them over to Pelican Plunge. We did the slides a couple times, and I think you got to enjoy a nice nap on the on the fantastic on, on the, the hammock on the hammock, right? Yeah, Ugh. it was lucky you. It was really awesome. <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh, that's oh, great. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for ocean? you. I'm happy for you. We were able to get a great family picture with Mickey on the Dune car. Um, it was. Uh, we we had basically no wait for that, which was great. And so that was, that was fun. Um, we, we sort of had a plan. Um, we wanted to get back on the ship around, uh, we wanted to be back on for, to meet Santa at three o'clock. So we kind of had a, 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 a brief castaway key visit, um, shorter than we are, are accustomed to. So we had, uh, cookies. We went to cookies shortly after we got back from Pelican Plunge. I think it was around eleven forty-five, maybe. And probably the worst food I've ever had at Cookies. Would you say you had the same experience? Yes, it tasted like elementary school cafeteria. Food. It was really bad, and I don't, I don't know what was bad about it. Well, I do know what was bad. My my brisket sandwich had the thinnest single slice of brisket on it I, that I've ever seen. I mean, it, you, I, I don't even know if I would call it a slice. It was like a shaving shaving of, yeah, yeah. of, of brisket. Um, the hot dogs were like crispy. They had like a, uh, I don't know, like a crunch to them almost, which yeah, was the kid, really, the kids were like, we don't want to finish. And yeah, you were the like, kids didn't yeah, eat you anything. Don't have to eat that. Uh, the sides weren't good. It was just, it was a really bad. I had a, I got a cheeseburger and it was like a hockey puck. There was no actual meat. It was like our like black Char, charcoal. Yeah, it, yeah. Really bad. Um, and even the cookies weren't, weren't great. I mean, I, I don't like the crunch. I don't like them being crunchy. They, they seemed a little bit uh, overcooked for me. I don't know if you liked them because you like crunchy cookies. I like overcooked cookies, but I also ate my with ice cream in the middle, so oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so that was a bad experience, and then we headed over to uh, to rent bikes, which we love doing, and unfortunately, we had a, a bad experience with that oh my too. Gosh. Yeah, now um, we sound like complainers. I, I know Emily, but Emily had a, a flat tire, which we didn't uh, we didn't realize until we had gotten all the way out to. Um, to the lookout tower and we should have known because she was complaining the whole time about how hard it was. And we're like, Oh, well, you just gotta, you just gotta keep going. Yeah. It's hard. And we're, I, I felt so bad. You know, her tire was completely flat. She's working so hard to, to, to pedal this bike. So we ended up, or I ended up pushing her bike and my bike all the way back to, um, uh, to where you rent the bikes. And I was so sweaty. It was, uh, n- not a good, not a good experience I there went, either. Well, but. William and I went ahead and I went and asked, I was like, um, my five-year-old is on the trail with a flat tire. Is there any like way to pick them up? Like in a golf cart or something? And they were like, no. Yeah. 
So that wasn't great, but I would say overall we had a a good day on Cast Wiki, despite those two things, um, you know, that we're we're complaining about. We had a great day on Cast Wiki. We did head back to the ship earlier than we usually do, but it did start to to rain later on in the afternoon, like a lot of rain. Yeah, we didn't leave because of the rain. We left because we went to go see Santa. Right, but. But then all of a sudden we were getting ready to go see Santa. We look out and it's pouring. We're yeah, like, oh, well, yeah. that works out. Well, we also got back on the ship and the kids were excited to to go up on deck and and do the um do the Aqua Mouse because they, uh, you know, the, I had told them that there probably weren't many people there. So we got we went straight to the Aqua Mouse, got in line. We still ended up waiting about a half hour, um, but they were doing the Scuba Scramble show this time, which was different than the show that we had seen the day before and from the show that we had seen on. Uh, on our July cruise, so this was the first time I had ever seen this show either. So I uh, got to experience something new on the on the Aqua Mouse, which was fun. Oh, and speaking of the Aqua Mouse, I I said before that I was a little bit disappointed by it. It wasn't really what I expected it uh, to be. I think I said I liked the Aqua Duck better, but the fact that the the kids liked it so much made me like it more. So you know, we we really enjoy the Aqua Mouse. We probably wrote it six or eight times uh on our entire cruise so we that was a lot of fun and i heard actually today actually at someone asked emily what her favorite part of the trip was and she said the aqua mouse oh that's awesome yeah she really liked it so uh it was fun we went back to the room to freshen up for meeting santa and we were down in the grand hall and uh San- we we got to meet Santa and Mrs. Claus as well, and it, you know they set up this bench in front of the Christmas tree, and Santa comes um, from comes down from um, I think deck four, walks down the stairs, and they go and sit on the couch, and it, it's just a really great experience. And and Santa was awesome. He looks, I mean, he's got to be the real Santa, right, Les? He for sure is, and he his interaction with every single person was. So unbelievable. Just like the happiest, happiest, jolliest. He and Mrs. Claus, really. Human. Yes. They were both they were both amazing. Their interactions with the kids were just were just awesome. And um Ed pointed out to me that his suit, Santa's suit, has this like uh engrave this, you know, this scroll work in um in like gold engraving, and it says wish on his suit. And I think there's even like a, a stitching of the wish. Um, on his suit. So if you're if you're in line, keep an eye out for that. Ask ask Santa to show you. He'll show you that. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was uh, a nice a nice touch. So really awesome. We we took some some really great pictures with Santa and Mrs. Claus, and then we actually went back to our room to change into nice clothes for dinner. Came back to the grand hall and took some um, took some family pictures in our nice clothes with the tree and some other places around around the grand hall. So that was a, a, a great opportunity there. Um, we noticed they were also building the gingerbread tower, quote unquote. Um, <laughs> we, we thought we saw the finished product, uh, at the end because they had taken down all like the, uh, the, whatever you call it, scaffolding, scaffolding. and stuff around it. Um, so I'm very curious to see if they, you know, add uh, additional things to it, uh, after our cruise, because it, it was, very disappointing compared to what we are used to on the other cruises. Like the, the 
you know, the gingerbread houses on the other ships are just like these massive, elegant. They're like a real house. Yeah, like amazing structures. And this one sort of looked like it was just like thrown together in, in an, an hour or two. So hopefully. What I thought it was kids in the kids club did it for real. It looks <laughs> right. like, it, yeah, it yeah. looks like kids individually decorated cookies yep. and then they like put it all together. Yeah. It didn't look too much like it was done professionally, but I, I could be wrong. I'm not, I don't know. Uh, and finally we wrapped up our evening with dinner at D, uh, in 1923, we had a great seat by the window. Um, it was one, it was a table that had seats on one side and then a bench on the other side. So it was, it was nice. And unfortunately it was like pitch black outside. So you couldn't see anything. It would have been great if we could see out the window, but, um, uh, you know, a great, a great table. That has my favorite appetizer still. I, I love the ahi tuna appetizer. I actually asked for a double order of it, which was, was great. And they plated it all on one plate, which was which I appreciated. It did need some soy sauce though. I f- swear it had that on the last the, you know, the last time we did it, but it didn't have any this time. I felt like it needed some soy sauce. But other than that, it was great. The beef tenderloin was excellent again, obviously. Uh, actually I think it's a fillet on, on uh in nineteen twenty three, so Another great experience uh, overall in dining uh, again. So two cruises in a row, I thought the dining was excellent in the in the main dining restaurants. So no complaints there. Um, and then we ended the the evening uh, and the cruise with Aladdin, a musical spectacular. And I didn't notice a whole. I, I you know I think it I think it got updated a little bit in, just in terms of technology, but I didn't notice a whole lot of new. Um, storyline. So it was, uh, it's a great show. It's, I, I enjoy it. I, I think it's worth, uh, worth seeing and, and the kids liked it. And I think and we didn't get to see that when we were on in the summer. Right, right, right. Yes. Yeah. This is the first time we saw this on, on the wish. I, you know, it's, I've seen it on, uh, on the fantasy before, but the first time on the wish. And I think Emily made it through this one, right? Yes. She yeah. Did. Um, so we, uh, Called it quits uh, after that. Slept in a little since we had rented a car the next morning. We didn't go to our our scheduled dining time. We you know we we did a late breakfast in Marceline Market, and then there was a you know a long line to get off the ship, but it but it went pretty quickly. So that is a a wrap on our uh, three night very merry time cruise list. What were your overall thoughts on the very merry time theme on the wish? Oh, it's beautiful. The gold seeming in the Grand Hall, it just ties in it just ties in so so beautifully with the what the yeah. Grand Hall normally looks like. I feel like it everything fit really well. For sure. And it just just a very very elegant and and and, and actually mm. the guest on uh on my last show when we were talking about Halloween on the high seas, I think you know, she said um Casey said the same thing that it's not, it wasn't like a spooky theme. It was more like an elegant theme to Halloween. I, I think they did that same thing with, with very merry time. Like it's very elegant, very classy, very, um, very royal. So, yeah, you know, it's not even a green tree with gold right, decoration. Right. It's there's, a gold you know, tree. There's no, there's no greens and reds and no like traditional kind of Christmassy colors. It's, it's, it's gold and whites and, and, and things like, and I think it works really well for that grand hall. I think it's, it's beautiful and it is pretty much limited to the grand hall in terms of decorations and stuff. But, um, 
but the other thing that that I really loved about it was the Christmas music in the hallways. I I love walking down the hallways and hearing the Christmas music. I think that just you know makes makes the experience that much better. And I you know I've said it before, but I I think I think the very maritime cruises really are almost if if not the best thing that Disney Cruise Line has to offer, like it's got to be close to it because they, it, it's really an amazing experience. The three things that are, you know, that are can't miss are the, the tree lighting ceremony, the story time with Mrs. Claus and the, uh, and meeting Santa. And it's just, it's such a magical experience for the kids. And there's just so much, you know, I love the decorations. I love the themes. I, I love everything about the Very Merry Time Cruises. So I can't say enough about them. And I think, um, again, I think Scott had posted that he saw more decorations coming on board as they were getting off the ship. I didn't notice them myself, but it's possible that, you know, it's going to be even even more beautiful than than what we experienced. So um, I can't I can't recommend a Very Merry Time Cruise enough. It's a it's a perfect theme for you know this time of year and disney cruise line just does an amazing amazing job with the very merry time cruises so um we will definitely be doing one again you know on maybe on this on this ship certainly on uh, other ships as well so uh highly recommended any final thoughts from you Liz? i was just gonna say that yeah the christmas music and the christmas decorations just add magic to what already is such a magical like that's you're right feeling yeah yeah for sure because the grand halls of all the ships already have a magical feeling to them yep definitely just adds to it yep all right so that is a wrap on our very merry time cruise Uh, i hope you all enjoyed it if you have any questions about what we experienced or anything that i may have missed uh covering please feel free to reach out to me um but uh thanks for thanks for listening to this episode we'll talk to you next time bye Liz. bye as a reminder you can connect with the show by following along on twitter at the dcl dude or by liking us on facebook at facebook.com slash dcl dude podcast please feel free to ask a question leave a comment drop a note or share the podcast with your followers i'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on itunes and leave a review of course if there's anything i can do to improve your listening experience please let me know thanks so much for listening